<laughs> Hello, powerful listeners. He came back for some more and you'll be so glad that you did. I'm sitting with Kim Mintenko today of Kim Mintenko Coaching and Kim and I met in 2020, I think. Oh my gosh. Is that right, Kim? Is that I when you said that? I think it was October, 2021. 2021. Okay. I think so. Yeah. So coming up on a two-year anniversary, we were both new to um, a program and now it's two years later. So we're coming together for a conversation around how that journey's been and how it's been different for us and what we've learned and adapted. Um, and we want to take you behind the scenes of this continually marketed mindset thing that's always for sale on the internet and that every entrepreneur is always talking about. Um, so get curious, get comfortable and come and join us on this journey. Kim is going to be such a good testimonial to this because she was working in a pretty high um, postured position, an executive director in post-secondary institution. And then she quit in February of this year. It's now September, 2023. I'm going to date stamp that. So she quit in February, 2023. It's eight months later. She's been living on the other side <laughs> for eight months after investing in herself in the program where we met and then more programs after and deciding and building what her business is going to be. And she's promoting right now Limitless Leaders for leaders of organizations. She has one-on-one -on -one coaching um, and just a, a real great heart and a, like a youthful spirit to her. That's what attracted me to her at the onset. And it's been fun to develop our online relationship um, and get to know each other a bit more. And also to find out that she lives in Miami, Manitoba. <laughs> I just love and I yeah I just love that and so for the fun factor of that I'm sharing Canada has a Miami too friends so get on up a year yeah <laughs> and come and check it out awesome so welcome Kim I mean feel free to add edit um or further go into any parts of that introduction and and let's kick it off yeah, wow. Well, thank you, first of all, for inviting me here today. I love your energy. I, I think you did a fabulous job um, introducing our conversation today. I'm so excited for it. Um, I really felt a connection with you in that, you know, initial kickoff meeting in October 2021 as well. And um, thank you for sharing what you felt drawn to, that youthful energy piece. I'm really letting that in. <laughs> I do believe it's true. I always forget my true age and think I'm younger than I am. So I appreciate yeah. that. Um, yeah, nothing else to to add to it. Um, beautiful intro. Thank you. I'm just really excited to be here. Awesome. So let's roll the clock back a little bit then and tell us about how, okay, in the preamble, we were talking about the, the whispers. I'm already covered in goosebumps. And this conversation I know is going to feel differently special to me. I'm already getting emotional around it because the journey is different for everybody. Um, and just with some timestamp chapter changes, I want to know from you. Uh, okay. You were talking about the whispers that come in and click something on in us. And then they Day. And I know to my listeners, our listeners, that you've you've had this experience or you wouldn't be here wanting to know more about this other side, this other um, 
um, dimension of reality that we see people living in that that pulls on us somehow, but maybe we can't quite activate. So you had the whisper planted in you 10 years ago, working in a job, raising kids, you know, doing the lifey things. Um, and you heard about coaching and it called you. And so the evolution of you surrendering to that, I guess, and then taking a big leap in yourself and a financial commitment to join a program and go explore that. Yeah, so appropriate that, you know, you bring that around to to the program and, and you know, you introduce it with the whispers and you're talking about goosebumps and you're speaking my language, you know, feeling that emotional surge in you when something feels true to you, when it resonates in you, when it's awakening something in you, your body is going to speak to you in some way. That's my belief. My experience of that is very similar to what you described. It's goosebumps. It's a surge of emotion. And for me, those whispers, right? Like just hearing about something, learning about something and and just feeling it speaking to me in a, in a really special and different way from, you know, other things that we hear about that don't resonate. So I love that you introduced it that way and that we share that common language. Maybe that's you know, everyone's experience. I'm not sure how what the different ways that these things speak to people, but I, I'm fascinated by it all. Yeah. So yeah, it was 10 or 12 years ago, for sure, when I first learned about coaching as, you know, something that existed in the world. I hadn't heard of it before that. And you're absolutely right. I was in a job. I was raising young kids. My kids are now 17 and, and 19. So if we go 10 or 12 years ago, right. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine how busy life was then. And I wasn't really looking to follow a new path back then. Mm -hmm. Because what I was doing was was fulfilling. First mm -hmm. of all, it's a really big and important piece for me is what you're doing, what I'm doing, does it feel fulfilling? And it, it really did then. And um, it also gave me a lot of flexibility at the time. I wasn't full time. I was able to be present with my family as much as I, you know, wanted to outside of their school hours, have that flexibility and really be present and not be in this full time job. So there was a lot about it that was um, really perfect at the time. But like you said, the seed was planted. So fast forward. And in 2021, when I felt, again, that sort of call to make a big decision. It was um, after first learning about the Mind Magic program, that's the program we're talking about that we took together. And I don't know, nothing had spoken to me quite that loudly in quite a long time. Mm. Um, I was looking then. So mm -hmm. now I'm, I'm no longer you know, feeling like everything fits and this is great. I was looking for something. I I wanted to feel different. I didn't know it. I maybe didn't use these words that I now use to talk about this, right? Yeah. So much of that has come out of studying this work, but I wanted to feel different each mm. day. Mm. And I, I so I was searching and I came upon this work and, you know, I think, one of the things that you and I touched on in conversation, like in our text exchanging leading up to this was 
what is that shift like? You know, some people, we, we all arguably can accept that when you do that deep inner work, it changes you. Mm-hmm. But is it like, you know, boom, you're changed, you're different, and now you're good. And, I, you know, I wanted to to talk, I don't know if I'm kind of jumping ahead or going off topic, you can reel me back in at any moment. But what's coming to me that I want to share is that although I had like really, you know, beautiful um, new awarenesses and, and transformation and um, growth that happened in that program, it didn't stop there and it wasn't complete there and it's never complete because as long as we're a living and breathing human being, we're growing and evolving. Yeah. So I think my old mind, my old mindset was, was looking for, you know, that fix me, something's wrong with me and I need to fix it. Mm-hmm. And I just have a new lens on that now, right? There's nothing wrong with any of us. There's just, as long as you're breathing, there's more growth and evolution coming your way. So it's, I use this in the previous episode, I'm going to do it again, because it's very topical. And I want to drive the message home. It's like aging. So this idea, and I've been rebelling against mindset. Hey, I want to hear more about that for sure. Keep going. Like I, I don't like hype. And so when everybody's hyping about something, um, you know, I'm just like, uh, and it can get a bit abstract at times, this concept of mindset and what is it and, and of, of deep healing and then, you know, um, being trauma empowered and these sorts of things. And this is where this tangible, practical conversation around what does that mean? So for me, I've always had this insecurity and lack of worthiness mm-hmm. and, and so always trying to fill that, um, you know, and it started Tony Robbins and Danny Johnson and and other names from years ago. And you know, I'm 41 now since my 30s, multi-level marketing introduced me really to this whole idea of self-development, um, which I find is so comparable to fitness and or like a weight loss journey. But in that you have numbers and size to really be able to touch. Mm-hmm. And in mindset, which is even deeper than that, because you're connecting everything that you are through to itself. So it's not just about the control system up here, but it's about connecting into the body and then the spiritual self and bringing them together. Right. Um and so I thought, oh, well, this will like you cure me, <laughs> reveal. And, and as I go in, I come up against more resistance, against things that I don't want to deal with, against things that I do want to deal with. But um, the most important thing in this is embodying it for yourself. Well, the most important. I don't want to sell like a KFC secret recipe here. What I have learned is, because like, again, hype, smoke and mirrors, right? Ah, It's different for everybody. But what I'm, what I'm realizing and what I want to share is, is surrendering to who you are beautifully, Mm -hmm. imperfectly, and letting it be messy, you know, like it doesn't look like a linear progression, like an, like a 12 step program. It is a continuous evolution and what's important is continuing to go through it. And every time you go through it, 
it you can have a slightly different experience and the aging piece comes in because my re- my rebel is going i'm not letting go of who i was i'm continuing to add to who i am and so that's where aging like i'm still the baby cuz that had to happen before being the teenager to being the woman to being the old lady so we're continuing to add and in in mindset soul work holistic work w h o l e holistic um we're continuing to add wild purifying what is there right because the it's the consciousness the spirit of being that evolves as the body and mind age and collect but it's the the driving life force that brought us consciousness in the womb that we're working on and then we're smushing it into these other pieces of who we are well i think you've i think you've got it really you've said it really beautifully there and what i want to add is what we're letting go of actually is all the stuff that isn't us yes because in those stages you talked about that come before and before right we're getting us to where we are today those are stages in which we are putting stuff on we are trying things on we are grabbing adaptive behaviors because we've made meaning of our environment and the only way that we are equipped to know how to do at that age and in that stage And all of those things that we pick up and try on and adopt and become habitual, they become a part of who we are. At some point, what's probably happening inside of us when we start to feel drawn to wanting to evolve and wanting to do this kind of work is that we're just recognizing on a a soul level that, hey, wait, this isn't serving me anymore. This shirt I put on doesn't fit anymore. I need to take it off. How do I take it off? Yes. (laughs) Surrendering. Yeah. Decluttering. This explains insight here for me, having it live time right now, you guys. I'm obsessed with decluttering and purging at home because I feel like I'm suffocating. And our place isn't big. It's 1,200 square feet, but it's big enough. But it's the stuff inside that I feel weighed down by. And so that's the same as with our soul. So that's what we're looking to do to really go in and explore the beautiful abyss cosmal existence of our our being and start to discern between what we're keeping and what we're not. Because we do need to experiment and try different things, but the mindset is wanting to then raise awareness to look at the things we've collected and what to keep and what to toss. And this is where it can get hard because it's, it is not a simple practice to observe yourself and truly spend time pondering philosophically what is worth keeping and worth not and like then you're just back up here right yeah in the mind yeah 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 and so letting your spirit lead and finding ways that are going to work for you to do that and so if you're thinking about pursuing this is finding the right chemistry and the right messaging from somebody who can lead you through it and then 
coming to a point where you can continue to lead yourself through it. Exactly. Um, Something that I think is really important going into this work is really not doing it from a place of, of believing that there's something wrong with you and you need to be fixed. And I, I say that from experience, that was a subconscious belief of mine, I wasn't walking around, you know, choosing necessary, well, I, I'm going to correct myself on that in a minute, but I wasn't conscious that I was choosing to think there was something wrong with me, right? That was just mm-hmm. happening in the 95 to 97% of what's going on in our, in our thoughts and beliefs that we are completely unaware of. Mm-hmm. And that that's, you know, that's a, a shift that for me was one of the, probably the one of the tipping points or one of those, you know, catalyst moments to, to see that, okay, wait, if there's nothing wrong with me to start with, and I'm just making choices about which parts of me are authentically me and which parts of me are things I picked up along the way so that I could feel good um, and cope with what was going on around me, you know, just life. Um, you know, if you look at it through that lens, um, I think that's important and and sort of takes away some of that feeling of that, you know, we're trying to become something and better than there's something wrong with who we are now. It's, it's not really yes. that helpful lens. Yes, because it, it comes from a, a not good enough, like the complete yeah. opposite of what you're trying to achieve. So that... Right. That really articulates this this rebel feeling that I have that either makes sense or not, whatever. Um, yeah. But is a yeah, kind of a concept to to try and bring some context to this so that we can understand in a practical way what what the journey looks like. And so, an example that was delivered so beautifully this morning around my sense of worthiness. My daughter was born at 32 weeks, so she was very premature. She was three pounds, and she looked like a weird little alien elf <laughs> garden gnome thing. And and I, I mean, I'm so it was such a an incredibly magical experience to go through and to live through, um, and grateful for that. But I remember trying to use that as evidence of my worthiness. Right. Oh, I had a preemie. Oh, my baby looks weird. You know, like, oh, I didn't get this. I'm not worthy of a normal experience. But instead, it was like an opportunity to grow in love and be more prepared for holding space and holding light and leaning into the abundance rather than the lack. So that's a very tangible example. Now, I'm in a blended family. I'm a second wife, if we have to label it. Um, And I have a stepchild. And oh, my goodness, if you want some self-development, and hand it to you, especially (laughs) if you are still stuck on this like buck tooth weirdo version of your eight year old self. (laughs) (laughs) the onset of that relationship you guys like I and and Kim like I was such a mess I was just such a squirrely whirly sweet you know beautiful mess and I did so much counseling and there was so much emotion coming through and now going into my eighth year with my beautiful husband and children um this morning my biological daughter said 
if I were stepdaughter's mom's child, then we would all be a unit. We were talking about genetics and like okay. how her sister or half sisters and why and how, you know, a, a pair of parents versus individuals. So she, my daughter paired herself with my stepdaughter's mom and talking okay. about genetics and then vice versa. And it's morning and we're just snuggling and I'm laying there and Kim, I didn't feel a single thing in my body. So you guys, that's what the work looks like. Like Falling to pieces because, and then I could appreciate that that's what was happening. That I have come so far in accepting my worthiness that I can like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, dude, like it's hilarious. Like imagine your kid saying they're the kid of your partner's ex. Right, could be triggering, could be triggering. That's a really beautiful awareness and, and example. There's there's two things that come to mind. Um, oh, funny, I knew as soon as I said that they would vanish. <laughs> Don't intro the ideas, just talk about them. There were two things that came to mind. I'll see if I can get back to both of them. <laughs> One is that um, I wanted to share, you know, talking about that example, I think it's really important that we also talk about how that experience of being a step parent and the experience of being an entrepreneur and the experience of probably a hundred other things we could name, right? They put you in a place like you described where all of a sudden, you know, there's new stuff being mirrored back at you. You're becoming aware Mm -hmm. of new things inside Mm -hmm. of you that you didn't know were there. So I -hmm. think it's valuable to mention that while you had that beautiful experience of peace, where you might've previously had felt that unworthiness triggered, that there could be a time in the future where you feel that feeling or a different version of that feeling again. And how important it is to not give that any meaning, to not make that mean something about you. And all of this part of what I'm talking about comes up because of something that an amazing woman, a business coach um, named Eleanor Beaton, also in Canada, but down at the opposite coast from you, um, she shared on her Instagram this morning a video clip of her processing her unworthiness. Now she's been an entrepreneur for, you know, I I can't say, I can't recall how many years, apologies. I don't have the details, but long enough that from the outside, we we would be looking at her probably thinking she's got it all together. She doesn't deal with this kind of stuff anymore that uh, those of us who are starting or pretty new in entrepreneurship are, are dealing with. Not true. You know, she posted this incredibly raw and real video of her processing this emotion, this feeling of unworthiness that came up Mm -hmm. for her. And the caption is particularly important because that's where she says, we all deal with this. Yeah. And we either feelings, whether it's unworthiness or not enough or whatever, right? Whatever your thing or flavor is, it's normal for it to come up again. Doesn't mean anything. Well, like aging, you never stop aging until yeah. you're dead. So in yeah. this, it's so beautiful. And maybe we can look it up and I can put it in the episode description, my, my planning side coming through. So um, yes, and we choose to stop and watch the train go by and start making that discernment 
or stay on the train. So let's use this now as the segue, because that was a lot of heartfelt and a lot of like kind of deep, deep things that laid a great um, foundation. Let's take it into some context then for you and your eight months now, quitting your job, going all in and, and facing these mirrors, funhouse yeah. mirrors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that visual. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Who? What? Who? <laughs> practicing, practicing, continuing yeah. to have to craft this yeah. um, expansion. Oh, gosh. Where do I want to start with that? You know, one of the things I said to you when before we hit record, as you know, I mentioned, there were so many things I didn't know as an executive leader, you know, yeah. I, I had been in leadership for, for over 20 years yeah. and executive in that executive role that I left for the last five before leaving in February. And the beautiful thing about stepping into, you know, moving up in leadership, say, um, when you're in a, in a, a job, the beautiful thing about it is, yes, there's gonna there are gonna be things that you don't know how to do that are beyond your skill set that you've been entrusted to learn, you know, by being when you've been by being put in the role. And there's a safety net around all of that, and that whether you learn that in a month or six months, you're getting paid the same amount yeah. <laughs> every two weeks, and. You know, typically you're, you, there are supports in place. You know, maybe not always. We don't need to get into the details of that. We're here to talk about the other side. There were so many things about entrepreneurship that I had no idea that I didn't know. But I had a mm -hmm. willingness to discover, to learn, to face and admit what I don't know and find the supports I needed and learn. And that's been the entire eight months. I mean, I'm still, there are things I'm still learning as I'm about to launch this 12 week program this fall, right? That'll be my, the first group program that I lead. Um, I've been saying from the beginning that the, so the, the coaching's the easy part. When mm -hmm. I sit down one-on-one -on -one with a client and I drop in to the, you know, my zone, mm -hmm. that's a beautiful space. And yes, I'm always developing and learning around that too, of course but it doesn't feel like an unknown. Um, and, and yet, you know, you can't do that part of the job if you can't, if you don't build the business around it. So, you, you know, you, you kind of, if you decide you want to do this kind of thing, you're not left with a choice, but to go in and face, you know, those unknowns and what happens in there. I think you were wanting me to get to was that emotional, like that growth, that personal growth. Mm -hmm. And, so the unworthiness story that I shared was really relevant and you can find it easily. I, I shared it on my stories, her reel. So you'll find it easily that way. The reason I shared it is because the same darn thing happened to me yesterday. Mm. I didn't film it and share it because, you know, that's still something I'm learning, being that raw and real with my audience. And mm -hmm. it's not that I felt, um, ashamed or that I shouldn't share it actually it was just very much wow how do we do this how do I do this right and well I'm not yeah. going to do it today right <laughs> I'll find that I'll figure that out another day so my my experience what was different yesterday that I'm wanting to get to what was different yesterday when I had that feeling come up is that yesterday was actually the very first time for me mm 
that when it surged, mm-hmm. I let it flow. Mm-hmm. I chose to not give it meaning mm-hmm. because my brain wanted to say unworthiness. Like seriously, Kim, you've processed that before. You 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 yeah. you've overcome that. Right. But no, I wasn't accepting those thoughts self-acceptance and self-love and the actual thing that I did in the moment was place my hand on my body and Mm -hmm. and send pure love and acceptance to the part of myself it's just a little part of you that is feeling unworthy in that moment it's not all of you it's not who you are for me that's a critical message and I, I hope that others hearing this that that's making sense that I'm you know, getting that point across. Don't let it be who you are. Don't let it have meaning. There's a part of you that's just asking to speak, to be heard, to be expressed. And the beautiful thing was that once I started to express it, well, it wanted to come more and more and I gave into it. I surrendered to it, mm-hmm. but then it stopped and then it was gone. And then I was so proud of myself. Yeah. As I mentioned, it's really the first time that mm-hmm. I really leaned in to, hey, there's something that wants to express here. Now, I was alone, safe in my space, door closed by myself. That's Mm -hmm. what felt safe to me. Maybe the next step is turning my camera on and letting it feel safe, sharing it with others, right? Inspiring by Eleanor. Yeah. So anyhow, that's besides the point. The point is that, you know, at every stage to grow your business, you're going to be asked to do something more, right? Mm-hmm. You've got it to where to, to where is working for you, but you want to leave your job. So you need it to be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Make it bigger. Now you have to do, you know, there's a lot of different things that are, are examples. Maybe you have to become more visible on social media. Maybe you have to speak in front of audiences. Maybe you have to um you know have sales calls that you don't know how to have whatever whatever the thing is when you're learning to do these new things um it pretty much seems like a guarantee that you know there may be parts of you that just aren't only uncomfortable with it mm-hmm. but are 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 called to be expressed and healed through it this is the thing this is the difference um that i'm going to play back From what you experienced yesterday, you were um, improving your fitness of self-love instead of resisting it and making space and then being able to lead yourself through something more challenging than has been and come out to a um, more peaceful, more whole place thereafter. Mm -hmm. So for if we're a startup and, and mindset, you know, business is the trigger and a place to practice and push for more weight. Like if we're in the gym, we're pushing for more weight. We're using business as the place to like intentionally or unintentionally, yeah. but yeah. Trigger us, to trigger us. Right? Yeah. And then to see if we can lead ourselves through it. And so it's um, because life circumstances, the triggers will come, but we may fall into habits and, you know, close relationships and things. They will jar us in a different way. 
Um, but business is so personal and we're so attached and we can so easily um, and make worthiness yeah. meaning out of it. So it is such a good place to, to again, to practice that and to on, on purpose, not on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, something that's coming to mind here is that, you know, the way you phrased it was we're using the business. And I just thought, oh, I hadn't, I hadn't quite looked at it that way. That's interesting. So I'm not, you know, disagreeing with it. I'm just reflecting on how I kind of looked at it as I have a goal. This is something that I want, right. That I desire to grow my business. And, and I kind of look at everything that comes in between as at any point, I could choose to say, well, no, I'm not unwilling to, you know, I'm going to let the fear win on this one. Um, But for me, having that goal and having left the job, not having like having removed the safety net, (laughs) talk about power move, right? Having removed (laughs) the safety net, he has kept me so focused on the goal and has really been a driver for me, right? Like there's really any moment that the fear creeps up, um, we always have a choice, right? Mm-hmm. Do I let it win or do I know what I know? Well, through the, the mind magic work and through Limitless Leader, this will be a big part of what I'm teaching, right? What do you do when the fear does creep up, when that next step you need to take is freezing you in your boots? Mm-hmm. And we have a whole system for that. So knowing that, I get to make a choice in that moment. Is this it? Do I want to pause here? Or do I want to keep going? Because if I want to keep going, I have the tools and I know how to do that. So, yeah, I, that's that's sort of the way that I've been framing it. Is you know the goal is my the, it's the Trump's long game. The the I, the, yeah. yeah, looking yeah. far, looking to what I want. You know, a year from now, five years from now, and so on, and knowing that that means one thing for me now. <laughs> So I would assume then that in the last eight months, you've probably evolved, expanded yourself exponentially in this arena of full-on entrepreneurship. Would that be? Yeah, that's certainly how it feels. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you like exhausted? You're like, oh my God. No. Bring. Let's go there. Let's yeah. go there. Because that's critical. One of the things we didn't talk about is that in 2020, when I was still in the executive role, I went on leave for burnout. Mm. I know what burnout feels like, and Mm. I am not walking that road again, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So it really taught me to listen to my body. Mm -hmm. And so you might assume, well, yeah, if I've been going hard, like what I, I guess, you know, the way I phrase that, it sounds like I've been just going hard for eight months. And there's some truth to that. But what what is woven into that that I didn't share is how different that looks from how I used to go hard. Yes. So I used to be someone who faced stressors and, you know, something that felt unfamiliar and new and a bit scary by just pushing through, like ramming through it. Let's go. Yep. Yep. Get her done. Don't look Get up. Down and push. Mm-hmm. And you know, after burnout, I came back into the job. Yeah, I, I felt rested. I don't know, and I'll never know if I was fully, if it was fully the right time. It's irrelevant now. But mm-hmm. I came back into the job rested. And I knew 
it didn't take long before I really saw the writing on the wall that this preventing this preventing not letting myself get back to that same place was not going to be about um you know self-care yeah that term right it was not going to be about I'm not saying meditation isn't great yoga isn't great I do all of those things I love all of those things but it wasn't about that that wasn't what was going to prevent me from ending up back where I was I had to change what was going on inside of me yes soul care yeah soul care nice nice so what that meant for me was first of all recognizing ooh, this pattern of pushing through okay in entrepreneurship I really make a great effort not to let myself do that. Have I done it? Sure. Has my body told me I'm doing it? Uh Uh-huh. And have Mm -hmm. I listened? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're not saying you learn something, you switch, and now you're perfect. Um, Yeah. Self-compassion always. Practice and you fine tune with that awareness. So to play on that, um, work a full-time job, I have a young child, you know, I have a relationship that I care about, which means that we do things together (laughs) Um, and I have friends. And so I have this robust life and, and people will say to me, like, how do you do it all? And I'm like, well, I just kind of do, I'm like water to an extent. Right. And when I started to let go of, um, trying to do everything at once all the time that's when I start being able to do more so right ah. right now, immediately in life right now I'm recording podcasts I am cutting and cleaning up a significantly overgrown 10 year old hedge from my driveway uh the waste of which is in the back of my truck right here in front of me right okay yeah <laughs> And I'm painting my stepdaughter's bedroom and I'm going to work and I launched my kid into kindergarten. And I'm like, look, I look great. You do. (laughs) That inner shift, right? So that's the, the test of knowing whether or not things are actually changing instead of looking for, for proof. Like I am the living proof as you are of knowing. And then we build more confidence in being able to do that for ourselves. Right. And and then we can um, continue to find new ways to apply it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I have little little reminders for myself, right? Like I can ask myself mm-hmm. if I'm feeling that feeling in my body mm-hmm. that tells me that I'm pressurizing something, I can ask myself, okay, how can I let this be easy, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, there. you kind of, while you're in that phase of changing a habit to serve you better, that, you know, for me, I find it just is is really helpful to to keep that self awareness tuned up, and yeah. to have these sort of little you know questions I can ask myself along the way to sort of snap me back, check in. This is like the letting go of what was. So I was using aging as an example, and so um, there's times where we need like I'm no longer a toddler in diapers <laughs> I need to let that myself go it's not really maybe in the future I'll welcome it back continence <laughs> kicks in right now, like I'm that's not you know that's not serving so there are things that we let go and I just like to bring humor but you know try to drive that message home of of these the really tangible things 
Um, but sometimes they might be hard to understand if it's new to us. And that's why having a practical kind of conversation to attempt to explain what it is, this journey of self, this mindset work, the behind the scenes of, of all of this. So um, that is where my rebel of evolution of self will agree that, you know, there are parts like I'm no longer a teenager, so I'm not going to sleep until one o'clock and expect everything to land at my feet. Well, right. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah. that's, I just want to bring some, uh, some touchable, something tangible mm -hmm. to all of that further from how you described it. Nice. And then we'll, we'll see it show up in our lives. Like clearly you're seeing it show up in your life. I mean, you're, you know, you're moving into new spaces and you are seeing what more you can do. What more can you express? What more can you offer of yourself that you want to offer of yourself. So maybe to wrap it up, um, you know, we were talking in the beginning about the different types of offers that you have and how one of them you have, but you're like, eh, just because I have it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to use it. And that's another beautiful thing of living in worth and of self auditing mm -hmm. how, what choices you want to be making at at any stage yeah I love the question that you you sort of um, what you said that the question that I love that came up is what else is possible mm. I love that question for myself I love that question for my clients you know yeah mm -hmm. what else is possible mm. um, so what you what you said there though that I want to just reflect on is that for me alignment has always felt really important um, is what I'm doing in alignment with who I am is um, what I'm spending my time on fulfilling and <clears throat> and serving the vision and serving the vision and and recognizing that I have a choice yeah right like that that's probably been the <clears throat> excuse me probably been one of the biggest shifts in my evolution through you know since we met mm -hmm. and, and taking the leap in February and where I am now is mm -hmm. really recognizing that we do always have a choice yes mm -hmm. there might be factors limiting what's possible today in this moment but everything is a choice and there's so much empowerment in that perspective um, because the opposite is coming from a place where really you're a victim to your circumstances and everything around you. And, and you really abdicate your power um, fully from when you take you just, perspective. So yeah, it, it's, yeah, that's complacency, you know, a little bit and, and grace yeah. and compassion for all of that, but also like pull up your pants <laughs> and get on with it, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're grown up go for it <laughs> well even grace and compassion around what perspective are you holding because honestly I didn't know that a part of me was holding that perspective that I was just a victim of of mm -hmm. circumstances and here's where I was and I had to just deal with it and and even though I never would have told you I thought that through the work I learned that there was a part of me that was holding on to those excuses um yeah so always grace and compassion. It's part of all of the work, being really gentle with yourself um, all along the way. And of course, you know, the part about actually, yeah, take ownership and do the work is true. 
Um, but there's no no place ever where beating ourselves up serves us in any way. Yeah, not from a pressure, not from a yeah. uh, do this to be worthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. To bring that, this is all. So you get clear on you, which is a continuous practice, and then you just apply and experiment with it over yeah. and over, and it will build momentum and grow and take you to beautiful places. And it's never too soon to start. This is the big thing. Like, I'm obsessed with startups, right. blank canvas. It's the most purest time where you can come in from an empowered state to deal with the fun house of mirrors that are going to yeah. trigger you left, right, and center. Yeah. You know, we're not sharing this to scare anyone. <laughs> we're not sharing this to deter anyone from following their dreams and those whispers and pulls and things that excite them and light them up. Um, to, encourage, to be yeah. the living examples of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Quite yeah. the opposite. Follow, follow it in spite of that, because all of that, you know, one moment at a time, the mm -hmm. shift will just happen one moment at a time. One moment at a time. This is it. This is this is the absolute linear truth that it can only happen one moment at a time, one choice at a time, one action at a time, one slight shift at a time. Yeah. There's no way to cheat that. Right. Right. And then I'm smiling at that. We don't have to get into this because I know we're wrapping, but I'm smiling because my smile is at the thought that, yeah, one shift in that moment, but then that surpasses and transcends all of time. Yeah. Jumps <laughs> over. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's that powerful. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Oh, wow. That was mind blowing. Soul expanding. As incredible as I thought and beyond that it would be. I'm so thankful for you joining me today. I'm honored to have shared this conversation with you and I can't wait to share it with the world. Oh, likewise. <clears throat> Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I really could just talk to you all day. Oh, well, let's meet great. again soon. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. I'll stop the recording.